This podcast is made possible by our sponsors, The Interchange Bench. They can fill any professional level role in any industry and sector, both short and long term. And Vital Smarts. Have you found yourself in a conversation where emotions have taken control? You can easily get lost in the moment. You might say something you don't truly mean or your meaning is misinterpreted. Crucial Conversations Training gives you the skills to be able to say exactly what you mean, exactly how you mean it. Visit vitalsmarts.com.au forward slash DSTM for an exclusive offer for our podcast listeners. Welcome to another bonus episode of the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. I'm producer Jane Neild and with me is Caroline Wilson and Corrie Perkin for tips for round 11. Big hello to everyone in the Don't Shoot the Messenger tipping competition. In the number five spot, Amanda Webster. Four, Todd Stanford. Three, Brenton Hump. I think his name might be Humphreys. I can't see all of it. Two, my cousin Caroline and in the number one spot, Jane Luminous is still there. Oh, hanging on by fingernails, Jane. In Luminous. round 10, Huey and I got four. Oh, I'm mm. glad to see Huey's on the slide. Yeah. Look, took a few risks that didn't pay off with a couple of <laughs> yeah, close well, you've, games. You've got to do that when you get to that stage, don't you? But didn't work out for me. But you and uh, Corey Caro both tipped six out of nine. Oh, I Which is ro- interesting because we had different tips. So I there know. you go. Did you tip Brisbane or Fremantle? Frio. Yeah, I'll see, I was riding that one home. Gee, I was disappointed. <laughs> when point. Michael Walters kicked that goal, when we kicked that point, but it may as well have been a goal. I think that did ruin a few people's tips. Uh, Great game. To wind up last round. In round 11, of course, with so much attention on the Kangaroos this week and Brad Scott, they're taking on Richmond. I don't know. This is going to be a Friday night emotional game. At who's Marvel? coaching them, Carol? Reese Shaw. Right. Okay. Reese Shaw, who's um, come over from the Sydney Swans where he was an assistant coach. Tigers for me, Jane, by 31 points. Tigers for me, Jane, by 24 points. And the Tigers for me by, look, I'm going to go 45. I reckon it might just all fall in a heap for them. Although I didn't tip north last week and should have. Well, yeah, Sorry, you that's did. right. So it's been a rough week for the boys, but let's hope they can uh, pull things together. On Saturday, June the 1st, the triumphant Pies taking on the Frio Dockers, both off the back of wins last week. Look, I've still got my eye on the Pies, pardon the pun, <laughs> uh, which is Collingwood to win the grand final. So I think they're uh, starting to really peak and I am going for Collingwood. Collingwood. Collingwood for me as well. The Giants at Giant Stadium take on the Gold Coast Suns. Oh, how could you not go the Giants? Yeah, when they get a sniff of the Giants, they put you away better than any other team. But they just have to be more consistent. But the Giants will easily win this one. Yeah, Giants for me as well. Uh, the Cats, who did have a little bit of a scare last weekend. Gold Coast have been impressive, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, I thought by half time it could have gone uh, either way. But the Cats are taking on a 15th spot Swans mm. at GMHBA Stadium at home for the Cats. Without Gary Ablett, but they will still win. The Cats yes, and will speaking win. of Gary Ablett, thanks, Gaz. <laughs> I put the $30 on with the bookie a few weeks ago for you to win the Brownlow medal. Thank you very much. Um, despite my disappointment, I am going for the Cats. Cats for me as well. Cara, you've been very, very strong on the Lions this year. They're taking on Corrie's Hawks at the Gabba. Six plays nine. Who's it going to be? 
Well, I'm going to tip the Lions because I've stuck with them and they do play very well at home and Hawthorne have been a bit disappointing, even though they had a good weekend. I'm going with the Hawks again. I'm going to go for the Lions. Uh, Melbourne play the Crows. Melbourne in the 16th spot's just all, all really gone pear-shaped for the D's this start year, playing the Crows in the 7th spot. Where are they playing? They're playing it in Darwin. TIO. I wondered what TIO was. What the, does that stand for? Traeger. TIO, TIO is the sponsor of the ground. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, I, I interesting. Don't, I'm not sure. I'm not, I should know whether it's an acronym or not. But anyway... Um, well, I'll go first on this one. I think Melbourne are going to come good because Max Gorn, they still don't have their Ruckman Adelaide and I think Max Gorn will um, take the Lions, uh, take the Crows apart. I'm going to uh, go with Adelaide on that one. And the Crows for me as well. On Sunday, St Kilda. Whoa, this is a big game. Playing Port Adelaide. In China. In China. In Shanghai. <laughs> Why would you? Is well, my question. It put, I think this Chinese experiment is the greatest waste of money. Well, you know, it makes me grumpy. It's Port Adelaide trying to look at new business revenues, oh, and you for admire them for sake. that. But it is funny that it's St Kilda's home game, but they need the money, and I think they've got some sponsors, so that's good. But I'm tipping Port Adelaide. They I'm, always win there. Yeah, I'm tipping Port Adelaide. I'm going to tip Port Adelaide as well. And do we think the uh, crowd might be full of some more genuine supporters this year or just a whole lot of freebies passed out by the AFL? Well, now that they've allowed alcohol, it's going to be a lot more fun. <laughs> My brother Will went to the game last year. It was an extraordinary experience. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, It's not something that I'm huge How do you say calm the Saints in Cantonese? It's, a, it's in Shanghai. Do they speak? No. Oh, no, maybe they're, maybe they're Mandarin. I'm oh, no, sure one Kenyan, of our anyway. listeners will know. And yeah, they could let possibly... us know. I learnt Chinese for a couple of years, so I will have perfect or near-perfect pronunciation, so send it to me. Thank you very much, Kevin Rudd. Ni hao ma. Uh, Essendon taking on Carlton at the MCG Sunday afternoon. Oh, this is really hard. It's such a danger game. Essendon usually Essendon lost to Carlton last year and it undid their whole season, really. Well, it, it called, forced them to make some big off-field changes in terms of coaches. But look, oh, I'm Essendon. going Carlton. Okay. Essendon. We'll, we'll have a wager on that one, Caro. Uh, Bombers for me as well. And wrapping things up over in the West at Optus Stadium, the West Coast Eagles and the Western Bulldogs. West Coast have been really good this year, given their injuries. Well, well given some of the players they're still to get back, but all the players they have got back have been fabulous. No, West Coast will win that one easily. West Coast for me too, Jane. And West Coast for me. And very briefly, Caro, before we go, you broke a bit of a story on uh, footy classifieds on Monday night, which I'm sure has been spoken about a lot. But just that quick rundown on another player busted out having a few too many drinks. Well, Dale Thomas has told the Carlton Football Club he only had a couple of drinks with dinner at a charity function um, in the city on Friday night. As Chris Judd, who is a Carlton board member and footy director, said, um, A grade for stupidity to do that out in public. I mean, yes, some players have a glass of wine or two before a game. That's just what some players do. I'm told it was probably not just a couple of glasses of wine. Um, The player he's alleged to have spilt champagne over, the former player, Robbie Warnock, has told Carlton have investigated this. Robbie Warnock has said, look, he wasn't drunk and I didn't mind when he spilt the champagne on me. He didn't mean to spill the champagne on me. I'm not quite sure that's exactly what happened. And I think that there will be... What do you think happened? Bit of biffo? No, no, not biffo. But I think think Dale Thomas was not behaving in the way he should have been. And I think that's really disappointing for a club in the situation they're in at the moment. And a couple of drinks could be anything. If that's a couple of cocktails or a couple of stiff... Well, I think he said a couple of wines (laughs) with dinner, but I'm not sure that's right. Do you think teams that are in the, you know, top 
eight or ten or twelve or something, they should actually have a no grog rule from some point on in the season? No, I think those sort of rules are archaic and everyone has to have slight changes to their alterations to their behaviour, modifications to as compared to other players. But I cannot believe that you would go out in public when you're a senior player at the Carlton Football Club with what they're going through and drink two nights before a game at a public event. And and I don't think it was just that. Not oh, a good look at all. Good story. That uh, That's the tips for round 11. It's, quite, you, ha- it's quite handy having you on, Caro, isn't it, Jane? She's <laughs> always got a little story, a little bit of gossip for us. You'd well, like to think so. I'm glad you you're think quite good gossip, at, You're quite good at what you do, sure. Caro. <laughs> I'm sure that um, poor old Brendan Bolton thinks it's a bit more than gossip. Anyway, don't shoot the messenger, Corrie, and I'll see you all next week. Hi, this is Leanne Moriarty. Hello, I'm Troy Bramston. I'm Michelle Scott Tucker. I'm Jen Harper. Hi, I'm Anne Summers. I'm David Maher. Join me on the book pod. I'm here with Corey Perkin on the book pod. My name is Vicky Lovell Harvey. Corey Perkin invites you to read The Erratics as part of the next book pod book club. I hope you enjoy it. I'm not a member of a book club. Uh, ten or so years ago, I joined a boys' book club, a men's book club, like a boy band, I suppose, and I hated it. We all became writers because we're introverts at heart, I think, and sometimes I even wonder if the introversion came first and the reading came second. You have to find the narrative and you have to find characters and around those you build the story. I would have been any one of the famous five. I just wanted to have those sorts of adventures because, believe me, nothing like that happened in suburban Caulfield. Subscribe to the book pod. Subscribe to the book pod. In your favourite podcast app. Wherever you listen to podcasts.